Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to put a price tag on it. When there is something you want, figure out how much time and money it would take to make it happen. You may realize that things are not as costly as you assumed. Or perhaps they are. But at least you know what you're working with. So you can make rational choices. So often in life, we talk about things we would like to change. But then we dismiss these ideas out of hand. Or perhaps view the problems as so overwhelming that there is no rational place to start. I wish I could fill in the blank, travel more, go back to school, renovate my kitchen, stop looking frumpy, not spend my weekends scrubbing the bathrooms. But here's the thing. Very few things in life are truly impossible to change. Many changes could happen with some amount of cash or time. Taking a moment to consider how much such changes would cost, in time and money, may prompt you to realize it is something you can do more easily than you thought. Or at least it will put the problem in perspective. For instance, maybe after the pandemic, your old work wardrobe is no longer fitting like it did. Rather than bemoaning this or squeezing into clothes that make you feel bad about yourself, you could put a price tag on this issue. With three hours on the internet and $600, what do you think you could do? My guess is that you could buy yourself a pretty good professional wardrobe in a larger size, with just a quick trip to the post office to return whatever doesn't work. Or maybe you don't like your disorganized pantry. What if you gave yourself two hours on the weekend and $50 for organizing supplies? My guess is that you'd be pretty close to getting the pantry under control for less than the cost of a family dinner out. Even with something that is more complicated, you should still look at the price tag. If you are bothered by your crooked teeth, for instance, go visit an orthodontist or check out one of those online services. They will give you a dollar figure and a length of time. Then you can decide how you feel about that. Now, it might be possible that you'll decide it isn't worth the cost. I have a slight gap between my front teeth that I thought about fixing for a few seconds in my late 20s. I got an expert opinion on what fixing it would take. Namely, a few thousand dollars in six to 12 months. Then I had a kid and decided I didn't have the brain space to be worried about an imperceptible gap. In general, the upside of knowing is that then you can make an informed choice, which leads to less rumination. No more, I'm so embarrassed by the dent in my car. I should have it fixed. Instead, you think to yourself, hmm, it stinks that I have a dent in my car. But I would rather use the $1,000 it would cost to fix it for something else. 
since I'm going to get a new car in a year or two anyway. Your mind can move on to other things. This sounds simple enough, but I've found that sometimes people like to nurse dissatisfactions rather than truly figuring out what it would take to solve a problem. Perhaps you hate doing laundry. Don't we all? It can be fun to complain. I recently heard such complaints about mounds and mounds of laundry taking over one's life from a fairly well-off woman who could absolutely have afforded to pay someone else to do her laundry. I'm not sure what was going on there. Did she not know that that was an option? Or was it more comforting to keep the identity of doing everything for everyone else? I don't know. But we can put a price tag on a great many things. That includes outsourcing laundry or cooking, hiring some weekend childcare, even big things like taking a six-month sabbatical and traveling the world, going part-time, and using the extra hours to write a novel. In the end, we might not find it is worth it to pay that price for various reasons. But when we know the price, we can make a decision and either make the change or move on, knowing we can then focus on more satisfying things. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.